prepare your ears and it's too funny prepare to laugh damn right you know that she gonna take it there and back so prepare your rescue dog and hairless cat you might as well prepare your roaches and prepare your rats repair your lace fronts and take care of them lashes too real too funny can't compare to that shit Recording this podcast live from the Detroit city. Y'all know nothing about that. That's right. We live and I'm here with my girls. I told you that I was going to bring you some guests. I know I didn't bring them the last nine podcasts, but ain't nobody paying me. I ain't got no sponsors. So I bring the guests when I bring them, right? Okay. So I'm going to let them introduce. I got some beautiful ladies with us tonight. And today we're going to be kicking all say what you want Saturday. So that means there won't be no topic specifically. It's just whatever comes to mind. But we're going to be kicking some knowledge and some funny shit. So let me start with my girl first. To my right. Hey, good evening, everyone. It's D-Nice Twice right here, a.k.a. D.D. Welcome to the podcast. And here go my other girl. What's going on, everybody? It's Missy, the one and only dancing doll. And we ain't through with you because I got two more to bring you. We've been a fool. Do you understand me? Fool it. Hold on. What up, though? It's the one and only Queen Tamika in the building, aka. Hey. What up, though, everybody? It is Ms. Maria, better known as Riri. And guess what? Tomorrow's my B-Day. Hey. I'm 21 and a half. Happy birthday! Hey, Gigi, you ready? Yeah. 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 <laughs> ain't Gigi here, y'all, but she ain't in. <laughs> well, I just want you to know we, we got another guest in the building. She gonna stay silent. She just making sure that the quality control is <laughs> Now, let me tell you what else is going on. Half the 
men or all of the men that have voted on this shit, none of they dicks work. <laughs> none of them. Probably the true. Well, that's Probably a true. That's a real problem. That's a real problem. That's a real so problem. they sitting up here that's a real telling problem. us what we can do with our bodies and what we can't do and making all these regulations and saying that women can't have abortions. They ain't got to worry about having an abortion. Ain't nobody getting pregnant with these impotent ass niggas out here. <laughs> Who getting pregnant? Who? Nobody. And I'm going to see what my girls think about this because me personally, it pisses me off. Because I really think that we should pass a bill. There's a lot of stuff. You know, we meet men out here that are false representing. When we meet them, you know, we trying to understand the individual that we met and what this guy's doing, what he's all about. But guess what we don't know until later on down the road there's a disappointment? Is that his dick don't work. <laughs> he got a problem getting up. So where does that leave me? <laughs> Where's my compensation for my time and my disappointment? There should be some. So I'm gonna see what my girls gotta say. How about you, D nice? <laughs> Well, Angel, I think I will be going to the Capitol with you. <laughs> yes! Yes! I'm the designated driver, keeping it DD. <laughs> but no, I agree. Um, I, how dare a man try to tell us what we can and cannot do to with what's growing inside my body, how it became there, what affects my health, because men could not begin to understand what we go through with our bodies. Our bodies take on things that men, they get a little scratching. It's the end of the world. Oh my God, I'm dying. It's, it's bleeding a little. It's worse than a two-year-old. So I would definitely have to agree with you there. Don't tell me when, where, abortion, pill, tubes tied. I remember when I was married and after my third child, I wanted to get my tubes tied and that doctor told me, well, I need your husband's permission. I said, new doctor, please. <laughs> so I went and found me a new doctor and got my tubes tied because this man don't even be around half the time. So how are you going to tell me that I I can't get my tubes tied? This and I need body, his permission. And I need his permission. First of all, we can't even find this nigga to get the permission. <laughs> you know where he is? <laughs> Does he need my permission to get a vasectomy? No. Men don't need a permission to get a vasectomy, but women need permission to get their tubes tied. Now that's some BS. That's some BS. That's crazy. And and not to think about the mental and emotional stress that men put on women's bodies. Back to our broadcast. Not to mention the mental. We still, we still dead air. We dead air. I'm going to have to edit. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> Not to mention the mental and emotional stress that men put on women's physical body. Um, outside of carrying the stress, the mental anguish of being pregnant, because pregnancy is not a an exciting thing to be. <laughs> I mean, it's a beautiful thing to bring life into the world, but it takes a toll on you. And then you have to carry the baggage of your significant other along with that. So how dare you come and tell us as women who carry 
everything in the household, majority of the time, what we can and cannot do yeah. with our body. Yeah. And then have the audacity to get up and walk out the door at any time, leave the delivery room, leave the, the home, leave the marriage, leave the relationship, and leave us with the damn kids. And then you're going to say what I can do and cannot do with my body? How dare you? So, when we marching... <laughs> And let me tell you something, what's really crazy is the fact that they are sitting up here in every state trying to pass all these laws to stop women from getting an abortion, getting an abortion pill, locking up the doctors, all this kind of stuff. But guess what? They, they protecting the fetus that is protected inside of a uterus with skin and all types of other stuff. But as soon as they're born... Guess what? Ain't no protection. Ain't no Where protection. The protection at? No. No protection. We still got kids getting shoot up in school. So you fucked once you get out here, but we're going to protect the shit out your ass while you inside the womb. That's the dumbest shit. See, that's that man shit. That's dumb shit. Well, that's why I'm going to send this bill. Well, especially women bring up raising uh, boys. What do you think about us as women raising young men who are not protected as soon as they come out? I have, I have two. I'm a young mother. I am 33 years old. I have a 15-year-old and I have a 12-year-old. It is hard for me. Very hard. Their father is nowhere around. Like y'all say, they get up and they go. I dealt with postpartum depression for a long time. That lasts for a long time. Not just a couple of months. Not just until that baby get here. For a long time. A long, long time. So it's very hard for me to try to raise my sons to be men and not be scared for them to step out into the world when they get older and they looking at everything that's going on and they a target because they're a black man. And not just older, babies now. Yeah, babies too, babies too. Yeah, and being in the mental health uh, uh, field, you I'm sure you see it quite often with uh, the young mothers and the young young uh, men, uh, Ms. Maria. Yes, I do. But as a therapist, and I'm not trying to defend them or disregard the women's feelings, but I do see a lot of men that are hurting and that are very confused. So their behavior to me is not related to them wanting to be mean or wanting to be a dog. It's based on not knowing what to do with themselves. And a lot of things that people don't understand is, you know, in order to have a healthy relationship, the individ both individuals have to be mentally healthy. And so what happens is if one of them is not right where they need to be with themselves, it's very hard for them to deposit anything into that relationship. Mm -hmm. So a lot of women, unfortunately, we don't know. We love these men, and we hoping, and we need our own mm -hmm. self-love. Mm -hmm. So we hoping that everybody, these relationships, people feel like well, that we can fix each other just mm -hmm. by the love. And that's so untrue. Mm -hmm. Everybody is responsible for themselves. So what we want from them, we can really give ourselves. <laughs> but you're right. When it's time for the children, it, believe me, two is always better than one. Mm -hmm. They definitely need to be there, especially men. These little boys need their fathers. But I think as women, we have to, we have no choice but to step up. Well, I have a question. That, that, bring, that brings me to the question of <clears throat> the broken men. And I know most of the time, most people say it starts with the mother. Mother, uh, a, a lot of things that we see with men that are broken as adults stems from the lack of relationship that they had with the woman that brought them into the world. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Of course, it's absentee fathers in, in, the, uh, in the home, but it seems like 
mothers can either make or break how the love is for her sons. You see what I'm saying? And unfortunately, I, I say this all the time, we raise our daughters and we coddle our sons for, for more reasons than one, because we scared society is gonna kill them, throw them in jail, break them down, right. beat them down. Right. So we protect them, we protect them, protect them as women, which don't help them when they become men. You see what I'm saying? So they're continuously looking for a mother figure in the women that they get with. You see what I'm saying? So as adult women, who 90% of us are 50-year-old women who have been in broken down relationships trying to save most of the men. And like Riri said, we, uh, we, we, shit, we need to save ourselves. You see what I'm saying? Well, so you going in, helping, and, and trying to to fix a broken situation where well, you need somebody to pick you up, lift mm -hmm. you up, and, and help you be with your, yeah, at your best as well. We lose a lot yeah. of self-love. Yeah. But we why does so it have to, to fall on the woman? Yeah. I mean, because we're pretty much like the head of the, the men are, they aren't yeah, there. But that, that's the problem. There that is. lies the problem. So if we go back to, so how dare you tell me what I can't do with my body while this child is inside of me, and when this child comes out, I have to be the only one what? responsible to make sure this boy has mental health. Right. This boy is protected from the world. Yeah. This boy knows how to go out and deal with the police. This boy knows how to deal with work, school, reach, yeah. people. Why does it fall on me? So if you want to tell me when and what I can do with my body, then don't while this child is inside of me, don't make it fall on just me to make when sure he, this child is when okay when he comes out. And I'm going to tell you something. One thing about me, I just ain't never been in the saving mood. I'm not saving <laughs> shit. I'm trying to save me. Shit, I'm drowning. So fuck, I'm going to save you for? Nigga, I specifically picked you because I thought you was Captain <laughs> I'm out though. I was out back in the day. And I don't know, call it divine intervention, whatever the fuck. <laughs> but that's one thing I wouldn't do. And I'm not saving shit now. Did I not really like a motherfucker? Fuck yeah. I like this bum ass nigga named Fred. They couldn't get rid of this bitch ass baby mama of his that did a BE in his house. Damn near bled herself out. She didn't cut her wrist with the glass. True story. Can't make this one up. We upstairs chilling. This nigga just made his original all the time dish. Chicken nuggets. Chicken, not the chicken nuggets. Yeah. Ooh, with the plastic on it. Is this your granny? <laughs> and then you're making these motherfucking chicken nuggets with the special home sauce. Home and then your baby mama just did a B and E in the house while we upstairs enjoying the chicken. Nuggets. Early in, the house, in the house y'all was in? Yes. Oh. And came upstairs looking like she just got crucified. 
women have and what they can get more today and, and how they can benefit them instead of being the man. I always use my granddaddy as an example. My grandfather took care of nine kids, grandkids, family kids, everybody, and he was a man's man. So when I meet men today, I have a standard that if you can't take care of just me, <laughs> we can't take care of each other, what are you here for? You see what I'm saying? I, women, and it's, it's not a bad thing to be submissive. It's not a bad thing to be led. Because at one point in a relationship, we lead each other. Some things I might be good at, some things you might be good at. But we have to know those roles exist. But if you constantly looking for the woman to be the leader and, and then be intimidated by it, if she go outside, open a window shade because somebody might be looking at her, uh, she can't say hi to some dang old body, then there's a problem. You have to know your position as a man, stand firm in it, so the woman will will reciprocate those behaviors back to you as a woman. You okay, see what I'm but saying? You know what? But when you are a single woman, <laughs> it's, it's a little different. It hits a little bit different. Yeah. When you are a woman that's used to being in a relationship, you've been married, you didn't have that all that experience, but you're but you're a woman that has not had the experience of marriage, has not you know been with somebody in a regular capacity. You didn't had boyfriends, you know mm -hmm. what I mean. But there's never been. That long, that super union. long, that right. union right. type right. of situation. It, it hits that different. Really? And I mean, what you think, Riri? Yep, I definitely agree. I agree. But see, I think, but then that's the dilemma. When it comes to women that never had it, that's why they just automatically step up and go into saver mode. Because they're thinking like, okay, if I save him, this will be it. So, you know, those women, single women have to I be. I think God ran out of that. I mean, yeah, it's not everybody, but single women have to be very conscious because, you know, that's what happens. You know, you've been single so long and then you get somebody and you're like, well, he got a couple of things going on. And, you know, he owe about $50,000 in child support. His credit only 300 my age. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, we have to be more cautious. That's the one thing yeah. about single women. It is difficult, but I think if you're holding your own, then you kind of, you the boss. Right. So, you know, it can be a stigmatization if you want it to be, or you could just be that you a boss. You the boss. You running every motherfucking thing. You do what the fuck you want, when you want, and how you want, because you running things. You talking about as a single person. As a single woman. Mm -hmm. and, 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 so that, that, and, and so that becomes intimidating when you meet single men. I, I mean, I and, and guess what? Because I'm 60 plus and I've never been married. I understand exactly what you're saying. I didn't have children. I didn't have the ability to have children. So that was off the table. But the men really don't grow up. They really, 
you're looking at, if you're at 50, you're looking at the same thing at 60. It's the same stuff. It's just older people. And it's unfortunate that unbroken people breed, you know, they kind of breed broken people. And, you know, even with me dating now, it's extremely hard because now that line, that, that, that box has gotten smaller. There's fewer men out there. And when you do meet them, they've got all this baggage, yeah. baggage from marriages and yeah. children and whatever, whatever. And it's just, it just complexes things even in dating, even yeah. in, even in the dating process. So yeah, I agree. I, I'll go to mar March with you. But the point is, <laughs> the point <laughs> is that we, we have to be more cautious like Raven. Really. Really said <laughs> that you, you just got to start you, you you jump in looking for things mm -hmm. you don't want to be suspicious but you really need mm -hmm. to go in being cautious mm -hmm. and suspicious looking for stuff even the guy that I was recently dating I, I was looking for stuff I told my niece I was looking for stuff couldn't see it I didn't see it I was looking for it well it reveals itself but if you just kind of step back a little bit not be so needy because mm -hmm. we, we all know how to take care of ourselves mm -hmm. we're really women that black women have always taken yeah. care of ourselves yeah, right. and we help each other which right. is a good thing right. sisterhood is a good thing but the brothers really need to kind of step up and I think that that's why we have so many gay relationships or whatever. Because women get tired of being by themselves. They go yeah. somewhere, you know, they do something. I don't agree with it, but I think that that's part of the reason. But that's a reality. But, but it reality. isn't fair to have to toe the line with the children, especially the boy children. Mm -hmm. I can imagine what that's like because I got five brothers and I have nephews and, you know, and I pray for them. I do. I really do pray for them because I don't want anybody to hurt any of them. Right. Because that's right. what happens to them. They get kind of thrown to the dogs. But I agree that women should make their own choices. You really. I know that that's not what the church says and different people, but we're individuals and we go through individual situations and you, everything is individual to you when you're at home and you close the door. I know I'm talking about it, but I think it's an Know, look out for each other, not to just be bagging on men and throwing men to the dogs. There are some that are worth saving. I just don't know where they are. But anyway. <laughs> and you know what? I get the, I get the, I get the impression that people think that because people have been married, that it's not the same drama. We married people, the, the, the same thing that y'all go to and y'all say, oh, this we looking for this a single single and we single and this happened this happened when you marry you just go through it those same things with that person you go through the ups and downs of finances yeah. with that one person you go through the drama or or the bullshit that still some people live single married lives some people uh have financial woes some people just don't even know how to communicate you're just doing it with the individual Okay. Some people just laugh. Yeah, some people just laugh. You know, but so, so, for, fortunately, I don't know if it's fortunate or unfortunate, I have been married my 90% of my adult life. But in the same token, I can relate to relationships, period, single or married, because we're all human and we all go through the same shit. It's just with one person or a, a variety of dating situations. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay, and you know, and I feel like this, look, it it's not about whether you're married, single, or this, exactly. that, or the other. 
but there is a distinct difference. <laughs> there is a distinct difference. Because guess what? If I start dating this nigga over here tomorrow, he has no right to my bank account. They know 
nobody anything. I don't know if you can blame the parent. Yeah, I don't think you can blame the parent. Sometimes because they just don't listen. One of my kids would have got on there and said some stupid shit like that. And I am going to track you down. Shit out of your kid. 
my fucking list. Okay, period. They're cussing these teachers out. You don't pay these teachers enough. And then the parents want to act like all they little angels. You know you got a motherfucking demon seed because he a demon seed at home. Mm-hmm. But guess what? This ain't going to be no, no, uh, 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 what's that, what's that doctor? Doctor, um, Phil. No, you, we're not bringing the kid on and the family talking about that he terrorizing and this nigga fuck. We living in a world where everybody don't give a fuck. They write anthems about it. I don't give a fuck. Fuck the world. Fuck you. Fuck that. Fuck I don't care. Fuck the And don't nobody care about. There's no human radar to care about anybody in the world right now. I said, Riri, we better go. You better put on your prayer armor before you walk out the door. Because people don't care about the value of life at all. Nowhere. And I ain't never seen something. I've never seen something. That's because you got to understand, we come from a generation when crack first started. (laughs) When crack hit the scene. (laughs) Now, we weren't on crack, but we know those that were on crack, and they had babies. And then guess what? You remember when they were showing us on the news, the little baby in the incubator, they were just shaking his little ass off the show? Now he take a pill. He made it. He made it. He grew up. Now, he slow. And taking pills, perks. He's slow, but he turned around and he had and a kid. He had a kid. Yeah. That's who you're dealing with right, right now. That's on. why you see these motherfuckers with tattoos all over their face. They don't even know what the fuck that shit say. <laughs> I bet y'all can ask any of them tatted motherfuckers, what's that right there? I, 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 I was drunk. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I was half the perks. I, I, I was half. You know, they put teardrops and all this dumb shit. And they murder nobody. And ain't, and ain't, murder, ain't kill, the fight with a sledgehammer. Sledge Nuts. And when they go down, they're going to be the first ones to tell. To, to tell. Or they're going to be running. Or they're going to be the shot somebody who ain't got nothing to do, do with, with nobody it. to prove that they hard when you ain't hard. Like, they, they have no clue. It's but you know what? Let's get off the kids for a minute and get back on these niggas. <laughs> because, see, these laws are still going on. And, ladies, I feel like we need to boycott. Now, I know we like fucking. <laughs> we do. But guess what? We got way better toys than the niggas do. <laughs> you right that. You are we right got about way that. better shit. One of them called the rope. She'll chew your coochie on yeah. But guess what? She go, you gonna be taken care of. You ain't got to worry about cheating. You can put that bitch in the drawer. You know where she at at all times. You ain't eat. No responsibility. She do what the fuck she... she Y'all ever had one of them cramps? When you got up, and you tried to get up, and then you kind of fall a little bit. That's what the road You got that cramp and that ass right here, and you kind of like, you can't stand on that one side of that leg. That's what that rose, rose do. <laughs> that yeah, rose is a terrible thing. The rose, the rose almost had me going to cardiac arrest. Because once it gets you there. You ain't got you no rose. Once it gets you there. How you don't have a rose? You can't yet? move I your hand. I have another one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I can't imagine nothing being no better than what I got. I'm trying to say that. Wow, that-
has been doing such a great job. I can't imagine needing anything else. Okay, Girl, Look, I knew this nigga back 
in my young days. We dated, but you know when you in your young days, you ain't really being just stuck to a nigga. So, you know, he doing his thing, I'm doing my thing. We kind of lost touch. Years later, I hooked back up again. Back when we were younger, he always liked to jack off. <laughs> and I used to be like, but you got perfectly good pussy right here. Said, you know, I, know, I was confused. So I went and fucked somebody else just to make sure her pussy was good. And my pussy good. Okay. So was okay. I was just checking because I thought my, I thought I was fucked up. I'm 
the house. He went to the Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
We may do. We may do. <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, To know, not know they guys, were men. You ain't finna. They they going down up in there. They want to feel that crotch, <laughs> that nappy dug out. They And if you keep on twisting that bitch, like no, I just want to get. But but in this society now, niggas turn a blind eye. Yeah. If ain't nobody here, and it's just between me and you, who gonna know? Fuck it, I'm gonna go. She was a real. She could have been your sister. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was real pretty. And Tamika had to set up here and call her ass with a little nut hanging out. She <laughs> <laughs> I said, I mean, damn, she better tuck down before she go out to Girl, I know. I was like, Angel, her balls came out. <laughs> but they was having a, a problem with this hookup they had for a room or some mess like that. So, we had told them they could give us a little something, you know. To stay with y'all? To stay with y'all. They did. They did. Did we all even know? No. Yes. Me too. You know, they didn't talk Bitch. I so I need to capitalize on these bitches. Why are you staying in my 
motherfucker <laughs> leaving <laughs> men's pubic heads on the toilet. So, no. So I told Jamaica, I done pulled her to the side. I said, this was what's going to happen. We finna tell these bitches. I done already called my boy and put him up on it. I said, you gonna text me, you gonna act like you are the Airbnb manager and saying that somebody snitched and said that there was more people in this room that are supposed to. I said, and it'll come from his number. And the best thing is if Jeff had a Florida number. He lived in Michigan, but he had a Florida number.